Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here in another episode of the Mountain Malarkey Podcast with Dave. Hello everybody. How are we doing Dave? Yeah, not bad. We realise that uh, when we do the Tuesday tune-in over on Facebook, um, which we've been doing during lockdown... We had some comments and requests around, um, you know, not everyone's on Facebook, but people still wanted to hear about the content. There's been some great stuff. We've yeah. talked about bags. We've talked about Battle of the Treks. We've talked about trekking boots, mindset, fitness, loads of stuff. And we thought to ourselves, well, why don't we turn these into podcasts? Because like you said, Dave, they're, they're sitting down listening for an hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is a great format. You can do it on the go, put it in your car, listen to it. It's a bit interactive, so you're going to have seen us answer questions and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a bit different. Um, you know, but if you're listening to this, obviously, yeah. um, and you have any questions about any of the things you hear, uh, podcast at evertrack.co.uk. Awesome, Dave. Yeah, enjoy the episode, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, all the best. Today, uh, it's ironic, because it has been quite warm, believe it or not, uh, in the UK. A little bit wet and stormy the last week, but we wanted to chat about weather and heat especially around, um, you know, turning up the heat, because there's a bit of a, even though in the UK at the moment, it's it's not massively warm yeah. um, for our summers, um, but there is um, a little bit of a heat wave going on Afri- uh, actually in Africa, well, North Africa to be yeah. specific. I mean, if not last week, just at the tail end yeah. of the week before, it was like 45 degrees in Marrakesh. Yeah. So um, I was... Pretty hot. So thankful that I'm not trekking in that temperature because you would love it. I don't like it. <laughs> But um, yeah, well, it got us talking about it, really, because we've been doing some exercise recently, um, getting prepared for some stuff that we've got going on at the end of the year. And yeah, it's been really hot. And, you know, the sun, however amazing it is, it really does cheer me up. Sometimes can be my enemy. (laughs) It can. It can. Especially, you know, if if you run hot, like Dave, I know you run quite hot, um, you know, and it it does um, give you other challenges. Um, And... You know, unfortunately, I think uh, not to go too deep into it today, but with uh, the world as it is at the moment, um, some parts of the world are going to be going to get even hotter. Um, So really today we wanted to talk about how we can manage the body, um, obviously when it's hot, but also at altitude, because when you're at altitude, uh, you know, the UV rays do penetrate. uh, They have less kind of air to penetrate because you're so high up. Yeah. And the air is a little bit thinner. So you do feel the effects of the sun. Um, and that it's kind of magnified really yeah, when you're no. up there. I was literally reading something about it the other day, okay. and they were talking about how, um, yeah, when you go to high altitude, particularly when you yeah. get to sort of you know 5,000 meters, which is where we hang around a lot, we'd like to hang um, around there sometimes, you know. Uh, yeah, the atmosphere is a lot thinner up yeah. there, so you're not getting as much protection from the atmosphere above your head as you are at sea level. Yeah, that means the UV that's cooking your skull is a lot more. I mean, sunburn your skull I, that's 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 a hell of a statement. I think it was um, brilliant. John Krakow described really? it. Really? If you read into thin air, um, there is a section when he is tri- trekking up towards Namshi, I believe. Yeah. Um, or perhaps even higher, and he talks about how he got heat exhaustion um, from the the hot UV sort of cooking his head Jeez. at the top in there. And um, yeah, something we all need to be um, careful of. Be aware of. I'm yeah. not getting any comments other than. Um, Pratesh. Yeah, I, I think that's because everyone's listening. So maybe I've lucked out. I'm the only one that's got Pratesh on here. I think it's, it's interesting because I can see where you are because I can see all of the. And then we've got even more by there. Yeah, it's but, quite, um, quite interesting. I think I might go back to nicknames today. Um, yeah, we've got Crazy John uh, McKenzie. 
Okay. So he's crazy. John. That nickname. What about Pratesh? Pratesh. Hey, Pratesh, how are you doing? And Anthony as well. Thanks for joining us. Uh, couldn't connect today. My internet. Oh, Anthony, usually the first on as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no worries. Um, well, yeah, just uh, for those people who have just joined us as well, we can we can see a few more um, joining us um, on the numbers. Yeah, we're, we're going to be talking about heat and how to manage it. Yeah. And where to start on it, Dave? Because I think generally, I mean, obviously, there's the quick wins, which, you know, if anyone here, and I'm sure you have, being into the outdoors, you would have obviously used sunscreen. Yeah. Um, I don't want to sound like a broken record, like, use sunscreen. Sound like, um, what's that song? Was it, uh, it Sunscreen was by Baz, Baz Luhrmann? Yeah. I love that song. Yeah, that's old school. That's 1998 or 99. It's definitely 90s, isn't it? I love that song. I'm going to go with 90. Philosophical. Do you know what? I might go with 97. No, 98. 98. I'm going to go with 98. Okay. And if someone can tell me whether I'm right or wrong, that would be awesome. <laughs> but no, yeah, it is important. And, yeah. um, you know, we say it all the time. I'm getting a bit bored of saying it but knowledge yeah. dispels fear yeah one of the things that is important before you go on these trips is to learn as much about it as you can and to understand that the uv is more powerful yeah um you know i have a and, and not just that that if you go into an area that's covered in snow or ice like a glacier you do get a lot of reflection from the surface back yeah. up yeah. and i've got a picture of andy um from a skiing trip that we went <laughs> that demonstrates just how should have had it on here actually just that how would powerful funny. that glare could be it was uh rather I, I can see there's a lot of light coming from this side now, so it looks like I'm really pale on one side. Yeah, but it, it is very, very. Dave, I'm sure you'll be able to dig it out. I, I'm going to dig um, it out now because that's worth looking at. It because is. We, we some didn't... people feel it more than others. Don't exactly. They? I mean, you we that that is just an example of you know you've got to look out for yourself because if you're in an environment where you're going to be spending days and days and days on the snow, on the ice, in high altitude, yeah. that sun and the risk of sort of heat exhaustion, heat stroke at the severe end, yeah, um, yeah, could be quite severe. That's damn right, yeah, you've got to look after yourself out there. I mean, geez, you know, I, I I remember when I was kind of 19, 20 years old, and I used to do a lot of sea fishing um, with my dad. And we, we were talking about it the other day, because we used to do it a lot down off Plymouth, um, down in southern England. And yeah, <laughs> I used to come back. I used to wear a hat, but every year I'd have this line going across my head. Um, I'm sure it's not going to be great going forward um, uh, in, in terms of my skin up there. But literally, I, I used, when I was working at the time, I think I was working in customer service a long time ago um, for, for Tesco's. And I, I come in with a bright red streak across my face. And there was a lot of laughs. Um, you worked but, for Tesco's? Yeah, uh, admin, like basically. I, I was going to say, I had no idea that you did that. Yeah, mate, you know, there's... Um, there's Every every journey, there's there's certain parts to it that yeah, yeah. I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was Did brilliant. You? I learned a lot about oh, customer fair service. Enough, fair enough. Don't know, you know, if that helps everyone, but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we we you know, there's been some crazy jobs over the years, Jesus. But um, yeah, when it comes to sun, I certainly have had my fair share of sunburn. I remember um, when I lived uh, in in Thailand when I was teaching scuba diving, a little bit different to Tesco's. Um, and I remember once I went out again fishing uh, and took my shirt off. Um, as you do, very warm, and yeah, literally the entire top half of my body was burned. So yeah, I've I've made a lot of mistakes when it comes to putting on sun cream, but at altitude, it's a different story. And and it, you know, again, we don't want to seem like we're we're kind of teaching people to suck eggs. You know, use it; it really helps. You know, make sure you're applying it uh, multiple times. Um, you know, that's that's the kind of quick win when you're at altitude. But also as well, uh, you've bloody found it. I found it, but it's really funny. I've slacked it to you because maybe you could bring it up. Okay. Well, I, normally, 
I mean, you've got to you've got to be able to laugh at yourself in life, right? That's one of the big ones. And I'll oh wow. Hey, the amount of times that like, this is awful. <laughs> the amount of pictures of me that have gone up that okay. have been shocking. Mainly, I think I'm, I'm Dave Rimington's fault. Uh, Dave does um, like to. Um, well, I'm going to bring. I'm going to bring this one in. I tell you what. Um, uh, and apologies to to anyone out there because it's normally this is kind of how you look around Halloween. Uh, but I'm going to bring it in. Um, and yeah, this it's been a long day on the slopes. Now this is how not to do it. Yeah. Uh, let's have a little look then at this guy. Wow, <laughs> yeah. look at that. That is that is like beautiful, isn't it? Look at that. That is like <laughs> a beef tomato. Uh, um, <laughs> like I think there was um yeah anyway that you know we don't always look like that no uh, and, and apologies uh because like you said it's not it's not exactly Halloween but um <laughs> you know, it's, uh, that is a pumpkin though isn't it <laughs> that was slightly red on a ski day um and it just goes to show yeah when you're out there you, you've got to look after your skin yeah even we all still make make mistakes even now yeah no i mean honestly that was that was amazing i remember walking yeah. back into the room and it was just like <laughs> this like the sun uh staring back at me but it is important because yeah. when you're out on a trek and you know i actually i've had i suffer a lot with overheating mm. um always have done ever since i can remember i've yeah. always been the sweatiest person in any, on any hike um and so i've always got to manage it and one of the yeah. things that i've so i've got quite a few like little fast track tips that I can give people that okay. kind of help. One okay. of them is bring spare base layer always in your day pack, always handy if you're sweating a lot. Handy, handy always handy. Where are you from? <laughs> yeah, so it's um, a long way, mate. From yeah, home. I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's always handy. Um, yeah. You know, something like that always really does, um, yeah. you know, make a difference. Usually halfway through a hike, if it's really hot, I'll change my base layer just so I'm getting a lot of that, like, yeah, salt and stuff off me because there is a picture which we've shared before, haven't we? Where you can when I overheated on oh, the way to make sharing Tukal. pictures now. Is, it, is, is that <laughs> one on there? No, no, I don't oh, think it go, is. Yeah. I don't think it is, but uh, it's okay. We could we could do show and tell another day. Yeah, yeah, but um, it really does make a big difference getting all yeah. that salt kind of that's sitting on your in, in your top like off it, um, off your skin and stuff like that. It's as if I prepared it earlier, Dave. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> there he is, uh, looking strong. I say, I say, Mount Tupac. I would say I had heat exhaustion there. Well, we I think we found out at the end. Yeah, yeah clearly was very unwell. Well. That right? was a failed attempt. I mean, yeah. the thing is, it's obvious in retrospect, if you look at the state of that guy and think that there's no way he was going to reach the summit the next day. You should bring it up again. I mean, look, that's not a picture of a successful summit, or is it? I don't know. I think you look battle-hardened. But, you know, it's... Yeah, um, I suppose. Yeah, sometimes, but... you, you know, you don't exactly arrive at the summit looking your I your didn't best. arrive at the summit that day. No, okay, <laughs> that, sorry, <laughs> the, the, I the, pulled a knife out. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, <laughs> No, it's um. I mean, we're sharing these because I think what the first thing we we've all made mistakes when it comes to the sun, um, and trying to look after yourself and and keeping hydrated, especially if you're someone that, you know, sweats a bit more than than mm. others. But you know, this is this is part of the journey, and we you know everyone makes mistakes like this. I'm sure yeah. all of us have. Um, uh, you know, but it's just maybe to keep it in the back of your mind that if you could put things in place next time, you know, that can be the difference between get into the summit or get into somewhere like Everest Base Camp or not. Yeah. Um, and these small things can make a massive difference. Yeah, 100%. Um, because we talk about sun cream, but then you've got things like um, like your your bucket hat that you like to wear or caps. Signature. You know, looking after your neck mm. and your and your face um, because they, they take a lot of batter in a high altitude. And, yeah. Um, you know, we, we put it on all of our equipment lists, you know, to take uh, either a, a bucket hat um, or a, a cap or even um, sometimes as well. And I think I will bring, whilst we're on the picture trail, I think, is this you? Let's have a look, Dave. Is this you? There he is. Look at that. Look at that. See some familiar mountains in the background there. But you're wearing the schmack. 
yeah, that, like yeah, the shamak, shamak, shamak type thing. Yeah, mm. no, always. Yeah, that's um, that's like the the signature gear setup that I have. It is, isn't it? Um, and weirdly, you might you know you might not know, but like all of that is kind of set up there to kind of help me with the overheating. Okay, I've got the cap on. Walk us through it then, Dave. Um, so we'll start at the tip. <laughs> um, I've got the, wow, I've got the cap. Um, that is a cap by an outdoor brand called Filton, but you can't actually tell from there, but it's net all the way around oh, okay. the head. Nice. So I get the peak that yeah, keeps yeah. the sun off my eyes, but it also lets my head breathe. Yeah. Um, sunglasses, uh, they're polarized um, nice. and designed for high altitude and UV protection. Yeah. That Shamak thing there is really good. It keeps the sun off the back of my neck. Yeah. Also, um, I'll dip it in water and then put it around my nice. head and neck nice. if I get nice. really cold. Yeah, yeah. Um, also the long sleeve, I always pretty much wear long sleeves. Part of the reason is I realized one time on a cycling trip that I was getting more burnt by having short sleeves on really? and actually keeping the sun off the surface of your skin. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually keeps you a bit cooler sometimes. Mm. Um, and also stops me getting burnt. Um, so yeah, that's, that's nice, what's going on nice there. looking cool there. Mate. I mean, look at the background. I mean, look at the weather. Yeah. Amit de Blam, just, Everest. Ah, you see a bit of, um. Is that Everest or is that Lutzi? I think Everest is just hiding behind. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Kumbu cough. It's because it's because I'm looking at the Kumbu. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, absolutely beautiful picture. Amazing I'm picture. Trying yeah. to now get rid of you, Dave. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's fair. There we go. It's weird staring at him. There we are. We're back. Um, We're back. There we go. But yeah, one of the things that is really really interesting as well. Yes. And actually, I'm not entirely certain whether I got this idea off Mick. Mm. Mick Hamilton. Who is an absolute, hey Mick, how you doing? absolute legend? We've known Mick for a number of years now. He's done Island Peak, yeah. Um, you know, Base Camp Tupacal. Um, I think he lives on Penavan because every time I go there, we bump into him. But he's <laughs> given me two top tips, right? One of them was this yeah. um, stuff you can clean your clothes with. It's called Wash to Go or something. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm pretty certain he had a cool, cool towel as well. Okay. Um, it might not be Mick, but if it's not, he deserves the praise anyway. Well, Mick's um, on here. Yeah. You dip. Oh, is he? Oh, hey, Mick. He is. You, I know. He hasn't dip, been you, on for a few lives. It's, the, it's good to see him back. And basically, you get this really, it's like a towel. Yeah. You dip it in water, give it a rinse, yeah. and it stays cool to the touch for about two to three hours. Um, and you can put it around your neck, on your head, and it really does do an amazing job yeah. of um, keeping your temperature low. One thing I really wish I had on that Tupacal trip where, um, you know, I started to get like heat exhaustion. Yeah, um, was that because it would have made a massive, massive difference. Um, but it yeah, was, no. it was Mick, and always followed by important, most important thing. Yeah, about uh, the heat is hydration. Yeah, it is hydration. Yeah, he's um, yeah, he's different the, levels of hydration. He's, he's one of the most well hydrated <laughs> men I've ever known. Also, yeah, Andrew Scott, ninety eight ain't old school. I was born in the forties. Amazing. Andrew, welcome, mate. Still got that lust for still adventure. smashing it. I know. He's, he's, well, Andrew's been on here for ages. Haven't yeah. you, Andrew? It's, since uh, since the beginning of um, the Tuesday tune-in back in 2020. Yeah. Back in those lovely days. Uh, <laughs> um, brilliant. Before as well, we, we go into a few more because we, we've had some questions before. Don't forget, as always, um, we're here to answer all your questions. Uh, it can be about heat and weather and ways to kind of keep cool, um, but obviously about anything. So definitely do it. And then you might be able to see as well, um, there's a little says, stay tuned for some awesome announcements. We've got a couple today. Yeah, um, one each. I know we got one each today. Isn't yeah. it mad? Uh, <laughs> you'll definitely feel rewarded. And I think whilst everyone was on, um, uh, we'll we'll start with that because we've been been wanting to kind of do this for for years, really. Um, and we've been we've had numerous messages about it. People booking on, always asking about it. 
So uh, yeah, I think we'll, we'll we'll be sending more information after the live. But as you're on the Tuesday tune in, this is where it happens. This is where you hear things first. So um, I wanted to put it first. So I'll put it in the, the the link there. I'll put the link in the comments. So essentially, uh, what we're launching today, and this, um, if if anyone's obviously been part of the um, the last few months, there's been a lot of um, uh, improvements on the booking systems um, and getting everything uh, kind of set up. And what we're going to do as well, we're adding a little bit of a, it's basically like a widget to that, where um, we do, it's called Evertracker Rewards. So this gives people an opportunity because we, we get a lot of people who kind of talk and say, oh, you've got to come on these trips. And we wanted to reward you for that. Um, you know, there's a chance to uh, obviously for you to, to earn uh, money off future trips um, from referring people. Um, so we've got some nifty little software that can, uh, if you share um, uh, this and get people to sign up and then they become they become an EverTracker, a customer, um, you do get some, some kickback in terms of uh, discount off future trips. Um, as well as that as well, um, every 100 referrals or once every 12 months, whichever comes first. Um, so this is uh, when we get 100 people who have been referred from someone else and then they book a trip with us, um, we're going to do a winner announcement of another free trip as well. Um, that particular trip, uh, we will um, kind of put up whether that's Everest Base Camp, Machu Picchu, Kili, one of the other trips. Um, but yeah, it's just something we really wanted to, to bring in. So um, yeah, I've put the sign-up link. Um, certainly, if you're a customer, if you're an EverTracker, get involved, get signed up. Uh, we've got a yeah. nifty little dashboard where you can count the number of people that you referred, um, and then it kind of automatically tracks that for you. Um, obviously, we'll do our own check-in just to make sure that you know when someone books in, um, it kind of goes back to you, so you get those uh, those referrals back. Um, and it means that, essentially... Um, we wanted to reward all of our EverTrackers for for kind of talking about us, which is great because whenever we meet on training weekends, events, on trips, people are always like, oh, yeah, I've, I've been talking about you guys or, um, you know, we've been talking about EverTrack. And, and now we want to give you an opportunity to to thank you because, you know, we got an amazing community. Um, it's over the last kind of, uh, you know, three, four years, it's really grown a lot. And we're really proud of that. But, you know, this company would be nothing without you guys. So this is like a little something from us, really, to to kind of give you a, maybe give you a, a kind of reason to go and share it, which is cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, in this in this world of, of of talking about people and word of mouth, um, and and there's some uh, some nice little discounts in there for you. So essentially, for the for the first person you refer, uh, I believe you get like um, two hundred pound off your next trip, and then every other person you um, you refer, you get another hundred pound. And then after five referrals, so when you when you choose five other people, um, uh, you kind of uh, who refer and come back, um, you also get some goodies as well. So you get to choose if you get uh, one of our awesome T-shirts, or you get to have one of our water bottles as well, one of our purified water to go bottles. So yeah, um, and and that's unlimited as well. So you can keep going. It's not just five. Obviously, if you keep doing it, you're going to earn enough to maybe pay for uh, you know a free trip um, yeah. in the future, which is. Which is awesome, isn't it? We're no, really, it's really a, excited about launching. Honestly, it. it's amazing. Yeah. It's one of those things, um, you know, we've benefited from mm. you guys being such a strong and powerful part of the business. The community yeah. is amazing. It's really what drives us. It's what gives Absolutely. us our enthusiasm. Yeah. And there's so many times where people have said like, oh, I spoke to a mate. I spoke to my family. My friends yeah. want to do it. And we, you know, we, we always want to try and build in like 
a reward for people that are loyal, have yeah. stayed with us. Exactly. Because we've been on this journey since, you know, way pre-lockdown and yeah. we've grown through that. And I think that's in no small part to the power of everyone that's passionate about adventure, exactly. passionate about Evertrek as we are. It's amazing. So, yeah, I'm, I can't wait for people to get referring and then, you know, because if it were me, I'd be like, refer, refer. But I'd, be, I, I, I'd be like getting as well, many like people. People got to book on. You know, yeah. Like that's, <laughs> but it's, you know, it's, uh, it's yeah. It, but, it's so, something we can, we yeah. wanted to give you some tools to, to help you do that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, Mick, how are you doing? Anuja's on. 66 discount? Of course, Mick. Uh, uh, <laughs> Mick is at a stage now where he's like fallen into so many different brackets. It's like, what about this discount, this discount, this discount, this discount. But, um, well, Mick gets sharing, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, hey, Anuja, namaste. How's it going? Oh, Anuja, hey, Anuja, Anuja, how you doing? It's always good to he was see visit, you. Uh... Visited us a couple of weeks ago, didn't he? Yeah. Anuja, you know, you could actually come on camera, right? We could like beam you in. You know, you don't have to be in the, in the crowd. You know, you could get on and talk and stuff. Well, he was, if I remember right, I think this was back in the early days, he was the first summer doing the Tuesday tune-in. Yeah. Because we've done over 150 of these now, uh, which is nuts. Is that how many? I know. Um, 150 And hours. people are still here. <laughs> Don't know what you're doing, guys. <laughs> but no, thank you so much. Um, but yeah, Anuj was on one, wasn't he? He was, yeah. I think um, probably, if not, the, if not the first, like the yeah. second, you know, it, it, was, it, it, was, it was it was up there, there, wasn't it? Anuj always says back he, in the day. he's too shy <laughs> to, to come on camera. No, Anuj says, he's but not. He's not. Um, but no, so uh, we've got Josh. How you doing, Josh? Uh, can't wait to do Killy in September, your first big climb. Yeah, mate, Killy's awesome. It really is fantastic <coughs> challenge. Um, you'll love it. Just obviously, we're talking about the heat um, in September. Yeah, it's, it's kind of dry season. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it will be quite kind of... It, there's always a risk of rain, whatever time of year you go on Killy. But hopefully you'll get decent decent weather up there. <coughs> Killy's a funny one because... Yeah. The um, I've inhaled some water. I'm, say, so I'm, trying, I'm trying to push past it um, because the the weather does kind of change, you know, like from the summit. To the, I'm gonna talk like this all week. From the last time when wow, we did it, Italian then. From the summit <laughs> to the the day we arrived back in Moshi, yeah, was the biggest temperature differential I've ever experienced on oh, a mountain. We went from something like minus fifteen yeah. on the summit with wind. I mean, it's probably colder than that actually. Yeah. I reckon. To plus thirty eight, yeah, you know, it was, it in, was warm. Uh, in in like less than twenty four hours. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's a uh, he's all falling those about. Sorry, it's these comments they keep distracting, don't you? Especially when they're <laughs> dry, you never know what it's going to be. But yeah, no, that was that was <laughs> yeah. a big temperature differential. Exactly. So Killy's a funny one because you kind of have to prepare for all four seasons. Yeah, you know, you're definitely going to get some rain showers. It's definitely going to be boiling hot. You're definitely going to be on the top pretty cold. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, fascinating. With um, no, it is honestly. Killy is 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 epic, and Josh, you're gonna have a great time. Um, I know we've got a lot of ever trekkers over the next kind of six to eight weeks going out to do Killy. Um, we've already had I'd say almost a dozen groups now summit this year, so it's been fantastic. Um, if not more, actually, I think. Uh, it's it's been a it's been a, a great year for Killy summits. Um, touch wood. Yeah, uh, it's been absolutely fantastic. Um, and we've got some ever trekkers over in Pakistan at the moment as well. Yeah, uh, on the way to K two base camp. They've had some bad weather, but um, yeah, all going well. Yeah, no K two base camp. Um, it's pretty much this is the time of year when pretty much the whole yeah sort of roster of uh, trips are happening. So we've got people in South America, we've got yeah. people in Africa, we've got people in Asia. Yeah, it's a bit it's a busy um, one. <laughs> you know, this is Europe. Uh, in Europe. It's going to be. It's yeah. It's really. Uh, it's, it's, it's a busy time. It's fantastic. But amazing yeah. to see so many ever trackers like yeah. um, 
you know, sending their pictures from the summit of yeah. Kili. You know, um, we've got Nepal, which is kicking off in a few months as well. So we're going to get hundreds of base camp. Um, yeah. You know, it's going to be it's going to be absolutely amazing. Hey, ever trekkers, how you doing? Sorry to jump into this awesome episode that you'll be listening to, but I wanted to see if you could do us a huge favor and vote for us at the next British Travel Awards. Um, I'll put the link in the show notes, um, which is bit.ly forward slash vote for Evertrek 2023. That's 2023. Um, get on there. Uh, we're hoping to win the best uh, travel company for adventure holidays. Um, would be epic if you could vote for us. Um, you know, it's been a mad couple of years, but uh, mean a lot to us because it's voted for by our Evertrekkers. Um, so, yeah, if you could vote for us this year, um, it, the awards are in November. Um, this year and hopefully fingers crossed we'll win um anyway I'll let you get back to the podcast and i'll chat to you soon bye yeah Don't whilst you sorry dave before you do that as well just something i want to bring in because um a lot of people have been tagging us but we we certainly want to want to see more of uh, ever trekkers stories um so yeah anyone that is on a trek or out there don't forget to tag us um we always we always try and share in our stories or uh, in the community um, definitely tag us. Um, I've put our little, little handle there at Evertrek UK, just so um, yeah, you can you can give us a little tag and we can we can see what you're up to. It's always great to see Evertrekkers on trips. So yeah, no. yeah, if you are doing it, um, definitely uh, whether you're putting on your mandel boutans, getting ready to leave your camp, yeah, or whether you're on the summit, or whether you get to, you're having food in the tent, whatever, whatever you're doing, well, we'd like to see it all um, because I know other people who are due to go would love to see that. Yeah, um, and and it's nice to kind of share that journey uh, a little bit with you as well um you know because we don't we don't get to see every ever trekker that goes on these journeys and it's um as you can imagine a lot of a lot of stuff happens behind the scenes to make these kind of trips happen and it's always great to kind of see uh, part of your journey and share yeah. part of your journey as well so yeah get get tagging us um lovely to see you guys awesome um yeah okay. so uh Pratesh has asked what would the temperatures be like at ebc in october <coughs> So again, because yeah. the EBC trek is sort of, it's an 11 day trek from, you know, yeah. starting at around two, seven, going up to a five, five, if you get to the top yeah. of Kalapatar. Um, so the temperature range changes quite a lot. It's one of them exactly. that every time I go there, I do to kind of pack for four seasons. I could tell you two things. It's definitely going to be quite warm in the lower altitudes. So certainly up towards Namshi. Yeah. I can tell you it's going to go below zero at night um, and possibly below zero um you know when you're trekking thing with the himalaya is yeah. it changes so like radically you know like we've trekked in snow that's not been that cold we've trekked on clear yeah. skies that have been freezing like cloudy days that have been boiling it, the, the himalaya is yeah. very changeable so what we always say with regards to that is trek for four seasons a uh, pack for four seasons because that's what you're going to be trekking in yeah but the temperature is definitely below zero at night and at high altitude but definitely quite warm in the lower altitudes as well um it's kind of hard to give a temperature because it's so different every time we go there but october though is is because you're you're coming out of summer um and you're kind of midway really between summer and winter um yeah it's pretty it's pretty warm in the day i mean yeah shorts and t-shirt um but you know if, whilst we're talking about the heat especially because you know you trek into ebc um you know you're very high up you know you you majority of the time you're above 3000 meters except the first day um, um sort of the first first day or so and you know, you've got to look after the the skin, and 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 if you if you're wearing shorts and you're wearing t-shirts, or as Dave said there, there are base layers yeah. where you can have long sleeve base layers. Obviously, you can roll them up, but certainly it helps you with with the sun because it um it's, it's strong out there. Yeah, it really is. Um, 
So look after yourself when you're up there, Patesh. I'm sure you'll be fine. And don't forget to tag us. <laughs> yeah. Looking forward to seeing the pictures. Exactly. I mean, lightweight base layers yeah. that are designed for hot weather. They yeah. won't overheat you by having like long ones on. No, that's they, how they work, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. They're, they're designed to kind of like move the sweat from your body yeah. to evaporate outwards. That's cooling. Yeah. Also, it stops you getting burned by the sun by having that protection. A lot of yeah. the like the summer base layers of um they're like UV um so UV repellent then, but you you know, they're UV protective garments. So they do stop you getting burned. And that's one of the things I really hate is it happened to me one time where I burnt my neck on a yeah. trek. Um and I went then with having sunburn to arrive in a base camp and it was freezing and snowing and it was yeah. just horrible like having that temperature extreme on your neck. So yeah, definitely um tricky. Yeah, great time as well. I mean I I think I've been a base camp twice in October. Um twice, three times maybe. No, no, once in the, in the November. Um, yeah, great time to trek to Everest Base Camp. really is. Um, very popular time. Um, Mark. How you doing, Mark? Um, it's another Mark. Not the Mark, but one of the Marks. Hey, Marky V. Uh, how good is the coffee? <clears throat> um, yeah, here at uh, Evertrek HQ <laughs> or on trips. Um, yeah, if we're talking about Nepal, um, yeah, there are some really good coffee mm -hmm. places um, in Kathmandu. Uh, you'll go to a little area called Budanath, near Budanath Stupa. And there's a, a cafe there called Himalayan Java. Um, if you've heard of that, make one in Namshi um, as well. One in, oh, one in Namshi? Yeah, one in uh, Himalayan Java right. in Namshi. Yeah, oh, probably, the, probably the most famous, I think, mm. in, uh, in Nepal. Absolutely brilliant. There is one, I, my, my personal recommendation anyone that's on the Everest Base Camp Trek, um, the first day, so when you fly and you land at Lukla, um, you'll catch up with the rest of the team. Uh, you meet them um, at the uh, the lodge um, and, and catch up with all the porters and you'll work work out some of um, the kind of uh, the beginning stuff with your guide and introduce you to some of his assistant guides. Um, and then after you start the trek, after about an hour, hour and a half, you reach a little settlement called Shep Lung. Mm. Um, and Shep Lung is really cool. I, I kind of accidentally stayed there once years ago. Um, and for good reason, because they have amazing coffee. <laughs> uh, there's an amazing, <coughs> I think we both swallowed water down the wrong way today. Um, <laughs> usually it's, it's the it's, heat it's, in here, yeah, not the yeah, water yeah. that's causing issues. But Shep Lung, if you can, um, they've got a little cafe there. And um, you're, you're, there's, a, there's a little sign before you come into the village. Um, guys usually chill there just to break. And there's a little prayer wheel um, as you come into Shep Lung. So give that a little spin for good karma. Um and stop and have a coffee. It is really, really good. One of my favorite little places in the mountains. Sheplong, really cool place. Awesome. Nice. Um, Chris, how are you doing, Chris? Um, nice to have a different name for Mark. Uh, <laughs> uh, lots of Marks today. Um, here we go. So we got EBC, Gokyo, October. Um, do they also have midges? Not really. I've, not, I've never seen no, never. bugs up there mm. like that. It's You don't get them a lot at high do. altitude. And yeah. also, they need like water. Yeah. Um, to kind of, so you'll find midges and stuff like that around yeah. like water sources. Um, it's all frozen up there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah um, you know. So yeah, or it's like running rivers and stuff where they like like still pools, I yeah. think, and stuff. So yeah, no, I've been there uh, multiple times, never seen one at all. So yeah. yeah, in fact, I've never seen many mosquitoes or <coughs> at all in Nepal. Yeah, it's rare. Actually, maybe I mean, maybe uh, a, you will maybe lower down, lower down you will towards yeah, yeah. Ramachap. I think yeah. there was some. You do get um, randomly some of the uh, in the Kathmandu Valley in, in in kind of monsoon. You do get some, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, certainly 
kind of higher up you yeah you luckily you'll be midgy free yeah um, which is 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 kind of a polar opposite because we've seen some nuts videos crazy videos in scotland lately and it's like wow absolutely <laughs> you're literally full-on nets and it's people camping there and it's just like black it looks like it's kind of fog but it's not as midgy so yeah exactly absolutely crazy um epic. yeah so david mckenzie said hi lads hey, uh, david will standard polaroid sunglasses do for ebc or would you recommend Oof. some wrapper reins or side guarded um so i've used standard ones yeah. i actually do think that the side protection or wraparounds yeah. are really good they're better um because they do offer some protection here yeah. and mainly from like things like glare and things like that yeah um so the glasses that i use are, are jublos and um yeah they're really good they've got a little yeah. bit of a removal side protection by here like it's fine you can get away without them but yeah. if you're looking for a pair specifically to go to um you know on a high altitude trip you may as well get a pair with them because they do they do work really well yeah nice uh, personal preference as well like even between me and dave like my kind of style i like wearing my wrap rounds like these you know and it'll cover kind of the sides a bit more as well um well dave you normally go for like similar to your glasses they're kind of like front side aren't they they're, they're kind of quite different yeah, styles yeah pretty they, much they work really well pretty much you yeah. do have ones with side bits as well your, is it your jewel bows jewel but yeah they're the ones that i use when i go um you know like if i'm going on any glaciated terrain especially yeah, so on yeah. skiing trips i'll use those if i'm going to everest base camp i'll use those yeah. the top of kilimanjaro i'll use those and it's just really handy because sometimes you do get like reflections and stuff like that coming into the side so nice yeah. nice um jim as well any news on the vamoose app or for langtang yes uh, i believe it's all set up um just looking at the team i think they uh, here we go they're going to send over your login details so yeah jim um we've we've got the that itinerary and that actually set up now for you mate so get logging in um yeah get the countdown timer have a little look at that um there's some of the kind of relatively new trips that we've been working on um langtang being one yeah uh, basically we've been using the vamoose app now for uh i think maybe a year and a half maybe two years almost um, it's been fantastic. We get a lot of good kind of uh, feedback uh, from people about it, um, and it's really good. Uh, so, yeah, if you can um, definitely download that. Um, there is, once you kind of sign up um, and book a trip with us, um, there's usually um, one of the emails you get will be how to get signed up to that and how to access your exact trip. Because yep. you've got, like, countdown timers. You've got a bunch of information about your trip uh, that we've kind of built out from it. Um, we're hoping to create a little bit more of a different flow of how that works, but um, we've been working with our developers for our current booking system of how to integrate it too, because they're two separate things at the moment. So we've got our developers and Vamu speaking to each other to kind of, all, you know, tie that all together, which will make it a lot easier. So appreciate you you bearing with us as well, Jim. I know it's it's been a little bit of a um, little bit of time getting that sorted, but yep. hopefully now, mate, you can enjoy the app and. Um, yeah, thanks for, for bearing with us, mate, on that one. Awesome. Um, and hope all is well. Lovely to see you out and about on socials as well, mate, as always. Um, Bri Bri has come up with a good um, thing, which is something okay. we haven't touched on yet that's vitally important. Yep, yep. Um, something I'm a little bit obsessed with when I'm trekking as well, mm -hmm. which is that if you are a heavy sweater, if you do run hot, it is really important to replace all the sort of um, yeah. lost electrolytes and things that you've lost through sweating. Yeah. Generally, the way that I go about it is that I'll save my sort of electrolyte tablets and drinks for the end of the day. Yeah. So um, you need to drink quite a lot of water when you're trekking. So generally, if I'm having a good, like, long day in sort of warm temperatures, yeah. I'll drink about five liters of water that day just to keep drinking what I need to acclimatize well and to replace what I've lost. Generally, a liter before I start, you know, two to three yeah. liters while I'm trekking, a couple of liters after I end. But the first 
liter of uh, water that I drink at the end of a trek, I'll pop in probably two electrolyte tablets nice. um, just yeah, to yeah. replace that. I have noticed a big difference. They do kind of work. So <laughs> a lot of people say, oh, you know, well, you might, you know, like with Barocca or whatever, you'll yeah. pee most of it out. But actually, if you're just talking about straight electrolytes, they do make a big difference because I have forgotten them on a trip before and noticed that, you know, I, I've started, I start sweating more and I get, I get tired. Yeah. And I, you know, my headaches come on a little bit quicker. Um, so actually, if you keep replacing those electrolytes, you just start the next day, giving your body the best chance that it has to kind of trek well, trek strong and acclimatize. Yeah, nice. It's, it brings up a good point as well, because, you know, around heat and everything, yeah, the, the hydration and water intake is is massive. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's about building systems, like Dave said, you know, when you're on a trek, you, you, you've kind of got a target and a goal of hitting a certain literage a day. And I know it sounds a bit boring thinking, right, I'm going to hit four liters. That's a lot of bloody water to drink. You know, in, generally in day to day life, but when you're out there and it's hot, you'd be surprised you'll get through a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but like you said, if you can drink like a liter maybe before you leave, two liters when you're out, and then a liter when you're back, whilst in between that, having teas or coffees and whatever else you want to drink, um, it all adds up. Yeah. But if that's all you, you know, we I try and break this down to simple terms. If, if, if all you had to do to get to the summit of Killy, as an example, was drink four liters of water a day and just walk. You'd do it, wouldn't you? <laughs> it sounds a bit boring, but <clears throat> if you can just do those simple things, then you know the heat exhaustion and the you know the 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 lack of energy from um, you know not having enough water in your system, and the, the complications that can happen off the back of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes you just got to break it down into simple bits like that, and then if the goal seems too big, um, break that down into more kind of manageable chunks and yeah. think, okay, four liters is too much. I know we've talked about the one, the two, and the one. But even if you're like, cool, I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll have maybe a half a pint before breakfast, you know, and just, you know, just just neck that back. Then you have breakfast. Then afterwards, you have another couple of couple of glasses of water before you leave. It's probably a litre right there, but it's in, in the actual smaller pieces. Yeah. And that goes with any goal. But I know we're talking about hydration here. But sometimes um, you just got to break it down into smaller chunks and it becomes far easier to hit those things. Yeah. Um, I celebrate, you know, something I used to do as well. If if I hit my, because um, sometimes on a trek, I like to take uh, like something from home that can perk me up because there are times where you do feel a little bit down um, and reward and celebrate is a big part of achieving goals. Um, when you hit that four liters and get like, for instance, I get a, a Snickers bar and I'm like, oh yeah, I've earned that chocolate now. I've earned that because I've done what I set out to achieve. Yeah. Then... Not only does it release some good chemicals because you've achieved, you know, the dopamine because you feel happy, the endorphins because you've been walking out all day, um, you know, your serotonin levels goes up even more, you know, the happy drug, you know, it, it's 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 mad how it all kind of fits and works in. Yeah. When all you're trying to do is drink four liters of water. Yeah. But <laughs> it's me, mad, isn't it? The system is key, I think. Yeah, yeah. Also, what I've started doing as well is bringing little um, like the squash. Yeah. One, so like putting squash in my water bladder, it does stain the water bladder. And mm. so, you know, I probably get through more of those water bladders than most people I know, but it does make a difference. It's so much easier. In fact, I noticed you for the first time ever when we were in Scotland that day, we did the two Monroes. Yeah, yeah. Right at the very end, you had some of my water. That's right. And yeah. you were like, oh my God, it's so much easier to drink because it's just full of squad. <laughs> like, exactly. I know, because normally I am. You just straight water. water. Straight well, water. For yeah, me, yeah. it just, that's just, yeah. I can't do it. But generally speaking, my routine is always the same. I want to get sort of five liters a day. Yeah. So I'll have a liter before I start. 
I'll have a three litre water bladder. Now, the encouragement for me to get rid of that is that my pack gets lighter the longer the day goes on. Yeah, that's good. So yeah, I yeah. start trekking at my freshest <clears throat> with a heavy pack. And then the more I drink, yeah. the more it goes down. And then all I got to do then is have like, you know, one more liter and some teas. And I'm pretty much there. Um, yeah, nice. You guessed me there. Um, I reckon we'll do the second announcement now, Dave. Do you reckon we should do the second I reckon, announcement? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to pass. So, yeah. I'm going to pass it over to you. So, yeah. Um, another amazing Instagram <laughs> giveaway from the team. Um, yeah. These are like, you know, something that, um, you know, Rosie and I know Zach work very hard on. Yeah. And it's literally just about giving back to our community again. Yeah. Um, so this one is, uh, we've called it the Master of the Mountains giveaway. Nice. Um, it's an Instagram giveaway. So um, if you want to be part of it and in with a chance, then please go over to uh, Instagram. Um, at some point today, it's going to be put up. Um, essentially, what we're going to be giving away is a mountaineering consultation with the Altitude Center. Yeah, they're really cool. Um, you know, we've uh, we had um, a workshop with the guys from the Altitude Center. Yeah, um, and their knowledge and understanding of like physiology and altitude and how the two work together and it is amazing. So incredibly yeah. valuable if you're someone that aspires to go to the high regions of the world. Um, we're also giving away a place on our uh, training weekend, um, the Brecon training weekend in October nice. with myself and Andy. Um, Can't wait. That's head up by we've got a team of amazing guides yeah. um, that actually, you know, take the reins in terms of like getting us from A to B. Uh, me and Andy are there. So it's kind of like a Tuesday tune in, but it lasts from Friday to Sunday. Um, you get bored of us by the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we've also given away a little Evertrack merch bundle as well, which yeah. includes um, one of our uh, uh, purifying water bottles from Water to Go. So awesome. please do keep an eye out on Instagram. It's going to go out later today. Master the Mountains giveaway. Um, yeah, I think we're the only two people guaranteed not to win. Oh, we'll um, see. No, I'm yeah, not to get the giveaway, but <laughs> no, Master um, the Mountains, loving it. Loving yeah, but awesome. Brilliant. Yeah, so please do check that, guys. Um, yeah, because there's that. That is a yeah. really, really one of the one of the most valuable ones that we've given away. Exactly, and I know it. Obviously, we're on we're on Facebook right now um, when we do these lives. We've been working out uh, potentially about maybe, and we we've toyed with this over the years about putting stuff on Instagram. And um, I know it seems quite frustrating going over to Instagram, but we we've obviously done some competitions on Facebook and then some on Instagram. Um, but really, uh, you know, our community is 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 fantastic. Like it's on the Tuesday tune in today. It's in our private Facebook group, um, which if you're not part of that yet, get in there. High altitude ever trekkers. Um, and I know it feels like a pain going over to Insta, but we're trying to kind of grow uh, across all of our uh, you know, platforms um, and reach as many people as we can um, and, and grow the community. Um, you know, so it'd be really awesome if you can get over there and um, you know, join us on Instagram, if you're on Instagram, of course. Um, it'd be fantastic, and I know the guys have worked really hard. There's some great prizes there. Yeah, that's um, that's Master of the mountains. I love it. That's one of my favorite ones because yeah, really, what I think you know, it's it's awesome. I love yeah. getting free stuff. You <laughs> yeah. know, that's amazing. But ultimately, like you know, a rucksack doesn't actually help you yeah. get to the summit of any mountain. You know, it's um, any bag will do. Yeah. But what goes on between the ears is something that's really important, and it's and massive. you get that from that giveaway. So that's awesome. Um, some great comments as well. Just, yeah. um, uh, and I'll, uh, some great questions here. And I think we'll, we'll, we'll smash through them as well. The, I'm going to, uh, hey, Victoria, how you doing? Who is uh, Victoria Dunn, who's been on oh, one of our training weekends? Um, we enjoyed a drum roll on uh, any break on EBC and a slow reveal about how much we drank versus how much we thought we drank. Never as much as you think. You know what? I love that. That is brilliant. Um, you're right, because uh, Marky V made, made a good shout there. The only issue I found. With bladders, you can't tell how much you've oh, drunk. You can. 
Really? Yeah. It's just when he's when none comes out, it's, it's empty. <laughs> yeah, but that's like a big gauge, Dave. We need, we need, well, yeah, but we, like you know? yeah, like that, that's the only way that I find that works is when you when you're sucking air, you've done three years. <clears throat> wow. Unbelievable. I you know what though? You know, so the answer I'm gonna write is, that down. Yeah. See if we can design something that can tell you how much. Well, if Marky V says to me, like, oh man, how much have I drunk? And I say, Well, suck your bladder and he get, and it's empty, I'll say three liters. If he says water, then my answer is not enough. <laughs> you know, there we go. It's no, a, I think it's, it's a, a really it's good. A, it's a scientific approach. Yeah. Um, he also says it's 45 degrees wow. in Turkey where Victoria. she is. Victoria. Enjoy, mate. Enjoy. Make sure you're putting some cream on. You should come back to Wales, Victoria, <laughs> where it's um, it's nice and cool. Actually, I think on our training weekend with Victoria, I think that it was, was the, probably that, near I, enough 45 degrees. I can't remember which one, but I think it was the bacon one that was really hot. Uh yes yeah because we did have one that was mega hot and I think Vicky was, was on that one. Sorry, Vicky, I I I think it was that one. It was absolutely it was Scorchio. It I was... actually I had like a vacuum that <clears throat> I filled with ice cubes. Yeah, and I saved it for my um. I'm not going to say least favorite part of the trek we do, but my least favorite <laughs> part of the trek, which is that <clears throat> long um Roman road. You know, it's just a long road. Yeah, road. yeah. There was no breeze. The long and winding road. The sun bakes you, and I thought I am going to have Is that ice you cubes. Enjoy yeah, I got really. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I got Brilliant. burned. I got burned. My legs were red so much so I think that a member of the public came up when we were in the campsite and said, "Sorry, I just saw you walking across, and uh, you seriously need some after sun." <laughs> Is that see? Even now, we we still get burned, right? How do we? Yeah. Uh, us Brits, we need to we need to learn. I can't help about it. this stuff. Um, <laughs> really good though. Um, Sam Weller, would you recommend visiting the Altitude Center? I've had my free consultation. I'm unsure if I should actually visit. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Yeah, um, yeah, Sam, honestly, the Altitude Center are really, really useful. Um, having been down there myself, I mean, many other trackers go down there. Certainly, it, it adds a lot of value and it, and it can give people a lot of confidence. Um, yeah, so if it's if it's within your budget, because I, I know um, some of these things cost money and you know, obviously visiting there, um, you know, if it, depending on where you're from, Sam, um, definitely worth a visit. I'd, I'd say, obviously, utilize those things. There's always the tried and tested of when it comes to um, your acclimatization. Um, there are things out there like climatization tents that you can hire, that you can essentially live in for a certain amount of time, and it helps you kind of pre-acclimatize. Um, but, you know, we are sticklers for going back to the tried and tested acclimatizing on trips. Drinking, you know, we, we talk about water a lot. Drinking enough water. Get your body in the best state possible before you arrive. Um, that's not saying you need to be superhero fit. It helps. Um, you don't need to be superhero fit because, you know, you're just walking on the majority of these things, but it helps. It means it's more enjoyable. Um, look after your body as well. <clears throat> so kind of tailor off, taper off your training before you get to it, maybe a week or two before you, uh, you know, you arrive. Mm -hmm. Because you don't want to get any last-minute injuries, right? That would be, like, really frustrating. Um, so yeah, certainly when it comes to, you know, whether it's worth it or not, yeah, definitely worth it. Um, don't feel like you have to, to, you know, don't think it's a necessity, but if you've got the time and the budget, give it a go um, yeah. and let us know you get on. Cause yeah, we've had a lot of ever trekkers who've been there and, um, yeah, they swear by it, um, in terms of going there and it just gives them a little bit more confidence. Exactly. Um, you know, and we've, we've been friends with the altitude center now for a number of years and, um, Sam and James and the rest of the guy, the guys there who, who kind of run the place are really cool guys they know their stuff um you know they approach things from a scientific point of view which is great um you know and it, it provides different insights into you know um you know how your body reacts to altitude um 
but you know we know that there there are like if we were say labeling a thousand people a thousand ever trackers that have been to altitude with us and it's a lot more um you know probably i'd say less than 20 of them have been to the altitude center yeah in terms of that so it just gives you an idea of people of of the the numbers that go there so it's quite low but um, you know, definitely give it a go if you've got the time and Can't the money for it. Can't harm. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, we've had a question um, from Derek Ferguson. Do people manage to hey, contact lenses at altitude? Good question. You'd rather wear contact lenses with sunglasses than yeah. prescription sun specs uh, doing yeah. Killian October. So as far as I'm aware, and I've yeah. not used them myself, um, absolutely no problem with it whatsoever. Yeah. Um, it may be just worth having a chat with sort of a petition about whether or not there's any issues with like freezing, you know, if like you're walking in sort of below zero temperatures yeah. and also maybe the solution and stuff like that. Um, but that might be worth something uh, we could look into. But as far as I'm aware, I definitely know people that have been on treks and worn contact lenses. Yeah, what I'll too. always say, like always is, um, you know, bring, bring some of these anyway, just in case. Um, yeah. and also I think there's a, some of these, particularly on Killy, it's very dusty. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that sunglasses actually do for you is that they stop a lot of the dust getting in your eyes and they protect your eyes from like wind and dust and things like that. So personally, I like wearing these because they do perform not, not these but sunglasses because they do provide a shield for your eyes yeah. as well. Um, you know, so that's why a lot of people wear goggles and things like that when they're in that environment. But um, yeah, so have a yeah. think about that. But it's definitely worth bringing um, regular glasses as well. Yeah, definitely. Knowing I've, I've trekked with well, quite a number of people who have worn contact lenses. Um, yeah, and, and most of them take the ones, um, not the reusable ones, but the disposable ones that you can, um, you know, if you're comfortable wearing them. Um, definitely do some research on that. Um, maybe a little bit of Google, you know, Googling around contact lenses. Um, in cold conditions, um, but knowing people that have used them, uh, even on Killy, Everest Base Camp, you know, you're talking sub-zero temperatures, and they've been fine. I think they're they are designed a little bit to, you know, they are quite robust. Um, some of the, the, the some of the decent ones, mm. um, but as Dave said, you know, the tried and tested having glasses, even um, uh, like one of my golfing friends, uh, also called Dave, um, he wears um, prescription sunglasses when he's playing. They're wraparounds, and obviously it protects his eyes as well. So they're not just uh, obviously the uh, they provide the sight because uh, you don't have to wear contact lenses, but they're also sunglasses as well. So maybe you know, and, and again, I appreciate that's an extra expense because they're they're, they're not cheap those prescription sunglasses. Um, especially it's frustrating. I mean, geez, the amount of scratches you've got when you're out and about, and they just fall on the floor, and you're thinking, oh, if you spend two hundred pounds on those, it's like oh my god. But you know, if if you've got the budget or, for it, worth investing. Or if you like run down like a hill and they fall <laughs> off the back of your head. And then you end up leaving them, um, yeah. which I think believe did happen to one of our friends, right? One of our friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah left his Oakleys on the hill. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, well, it was, uh, this was the day before Glencoe Challenge last year. Yeah. And we decided to go up another hill just to, I say hill, it was uh, not a Monroe, but it was a Corbett, I think, um, um, with Spud, one of our good friends from then. And uh, yeah, me and Spud went up there, absolutely lashed down. Um, and we wanted to get back to the car, so we ran down. Um, and I went, oh no, it's my shades. And yeah, my, my shades had come off somewhere up the mountain. Um, and yeah, I didn't want to go back up there. Was it your shades? Was it my sunny? I yeah. thought it was spuds. No, they're mine. Oh, so somewhere up there, there's a set of Oakleys. Somewhere, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, spuds got a very similar pair. Actually, I've seen since um, since <laughs> you, you went back yeah. up there. Yeah, oh, I yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, now, Stuart as well. I spoke to Specsavers. Uh, should have gone Specsavers, right? Uh, as I wear lenses, they say no issue wearing it altitude, but change more frequently. Use a spray to keep them moist. Yeah, thanks, Stuart. Yeah, good point. Um, you know, keeping them moist because there's a lot of um, when you're in the mountains, it can be a lot of dust, especially on Killy. Um, you know, especially on the trails like Machu Picchu on the Inca Trail, um, on the Everest Base Camp route. Uh, you know, anywhere really that's well well trodden can be quite dusty. So yeah, uh, definitely sort of take that into account where when you're putting them on. Yeah, maybe save it to when you're in the lodge. You know, when you've had a shower or a wash or something or a wet wipe. Um, there's less dust around. Yeah, uh, Matthew said uh, we got any snapback hats for sale. Ooh, actually, I don't even think I own, own one at the minute. <laughs> we do have on our because we're, we're working on on adding more stuff to our Evertracker merch store, um, and I'll I'll definitely bring it up because we want to. Get more of them. Um, obviously, people want to wear, you know, the t-shirts, and, and yeah. you know, we're sending a batch of t-shirts out this week, which is great. Um, but the uh, the snapback hats, yeah, we realise are really powerful. Uh, even the ones got Yeti on yours. Yeah, my, mine says Yeti. Yeah, you need to get some Evertrack ones. Oh, well, I had an Ever <laughs> I have I've had two Evertrack ones, I believe, in my lifetime. Really, one of them got only two. Uh, as far as I'm aware, wow. yeah, I had one that I took to Killy and it got destroyed in my luggage. That's fair. And then I found another one yeah. in the place where we keep all our hats. And um, <laughs> I wore that same hat for, God, it must have been about two years. Yeah. And um, it got destroyed when we went and did uh, some pottery classes. Oh, I remember that. And remember um, that, literally yeah. without thinking, pottery. I had uh, pottery or like clay all over my hands. So I got it stuck on the hat. I haven't had one since. Okay. Yeah. There's um there is a link there uh, we put to the the store. I just brought it up on screen temporarily there. Um we'll be adding more stuff to that. So yeah, keep an eye um on the the merch store because we um we were using one company but they I think they they've clearly struggled the last couple of couple of years. Quality is not as good, so we're kind of in the midst of moving to a different kind of um supplier to get better quality. Um so yeah, definitely um kind of over the next couple of weeks We'll let you know about that, Matthew, and um, you can go and get get some new goodies. Um, it, it still all works if everyone wanted to, to buy stuff, but we're just the other company that we're kind of moving to is just a bit more on it. Um, so yeah, if you want to wait a couple of weeks, it's all good. Awesome. Um, right, Dave. I know we're we're kind of slowly coming to the end. I say any any last minute questions, guys. Do throw them in, but just to kind of round things off. So I know we we we'll talk about the announcements first. Obviously, yeah. we have a track of rewards. Um, uh, hopefully everyone gets sent uh, get signed up um we'll send an email out after this now so everyone will have their own link and you get your own little dashboard as well and then uh, we're working on putting that in the booking area on our website so you don't have to go into because it it's kind of like a separate area um but there'll be a little widget so you'll be able to view that in the area over the coming weeks uh, but get signed up um we really want, want everyone to be part of that It'd be fantastic yep um and obviously as dave said about the giveaway yeah 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 so which i which i memorized <laughs> uh, yeah, the Master of the Maintenance giveaway on uh, on Instagram. Yeah, so please do go over to Instagram. It's going to get put up yeah. today. Um, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, lovely. Um, and yeah, about turning up the heat. Uh, yeah, it's hot out there in certain places. I know Vicky's in Turkey. Um, we know North Africa. We've got Evertrekkers on Tupcal. It's hot. It's Marrakesh. I think it's just, just to kind of round that off, really, is that wherever you go, do look after yourself, um, you know, especially in the mountains because the UV rays, the UV rays, are gonna gonna hit you harder um so do you know cover your face with a hat um you know do look after uh, your skin you know wearing sun cream do hydrate um maybe look at long sleeve base layers instead of the short sleeve ones 
and just generally, yeah, um, you know, look out for yourself when it's bloody hot. Yeah, which it is at the moment. Yeah, no, vitally important yeah. because, um, yeah, it can scupper some uh, best laid plans as I've, I've experienced yeah. myself. Yeah, but um, Penny's anyone back, scratching back. at the door. Penny's back. But I'm yeah, no, board. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and obviously, any questions anyone wants to know, anyone wants any advice, yeah, just get in contact with us. Happy to help anytime. Lovely. All right, guys. Well, yeah, have an awesome week. We're back next week. Um, whatever you're up to, um, stay cool. Uh, in the if it's any, uh, so it's not it's not that sunny out there today in Wales. It's a little bit of rain. No, no, yeah, it's uh, been it's been a week of this in Wales. This is our summer now, isn't it? We're, like, know, we're used mate. to it now. I know I'm gonna go out there and get rained on. Can't wait. Um, but have an awesome week, whatever you're up to, and we'll see you next week. Awesome. Take it easy, guys. Bye.